0: join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. And this is June 28th, Monday, June 28th, daily financial news. If you don't know already, this is a new show you can count on seven days a week. Yes, that includes Saturday and Sunday. A couple of quick announcements before we jump in. Looks like we have more and more content coming to my course, How to Get Started, One Rental at a Time. Uh, it looks like uh, the team at Hemlane has completed the last 15 days of the POC for their 30-day trial. If you don't know, one thing I'm very proud of is I have a lot of partners and volunteers or experts that are looking to add content to the course. So something Hemlane has done is created a 30-day POC kind of walking landlords through self-management. Lots of folks that watch my channel have interest, have thought about being self-managers, managing their own rentals, which is great. It is obviously something I have not done, as I have been clear many times. Uh, This is something Dion from Dion Talk uh, has added content. And now Hemlane has designed a full 30-day trial to let you try your hand at self-management advertising, maintenance requests, collecting rent, issues, all of those things. So we've already loaded 15 days in the course. If you're one of our students, you can get the POC doc, you can get the first 15 days, go have some fun, and the last 15 days will be loaded this week. Then, next, uh, I have spent some money and uh, had someone chop up five hours of flipping content. Yes, I have an expert. Uh, who has graciously given a five-hour talk. Historically, it is recorded. Uh, He has given it to us one rental at a time so we can chop it up and load it on Teachable. Five hours of content is probably going to be 15 to maybe 20 videos, Uh, so it is going to be a beefy chapter. Uh, I will, of course, add my take on flipping as I've now done 56 of them, I think, since leaving my uh, job. Uh, But again, others are better at it. Others do it for a job, so really excited to see this content come. That content will likely be loaded throughout the month of July as I want to review it first to make sure it meets my expectations. Uh, And then lastly, uh, we did our goals video yesterday, and I just want to congratulate you, the viewer, for taking action. We have already closed 50 of 500. It has been four weeks since I announced this crazy goal of doing 500, and in the first 28 days, you have done 50 transactions. That's not 50 offers, that's not, you know, you know 50 counters, that's 50 closed transactions. So, take a minute, let's applaud everybody for taking action. Again, how to get started one rental at a time is changing people's financial future. It is improving it, and I am so excited to see that these cards have met something. You're taking selfies, tagging me. It's a true honor and a lot of fun to see what you all are doing. So when we step back and look at the daily financial news for June 28th, lots of things going on, always stuff to review. This morning I was uh, looking at the stock market. It looks like the NASDAQ and the S&P opened at another record, which got me thinking. I'm not a stock market guy, don't have a dollar in it, won't have a dollar in it. It's a legalized casino, but I realize lots of people do. So I'm curious, what are you guys thinking as we're at the midpoint of the year? Where do you see the stock market by January 1st, December 31st, however you want to break that down, the end of the year or the beginning of the year. Uh, I rounded these numbers. It looks like the Dow's at about 34,300. Uh S&P's about 4300, Nasdaq's about 14,500. Do you see that those three going higher, going flat, going lower? Just curious just want to see what, uh, what all of you are thinking. Uh, go ahead and leave comments below. Uh, you can just say simply up or down if you'd like, uh, or if you feel really brave, why don't you take a guess? And again, this is just a guess. I like to have fun, like to have interactions, like to see what you all are thinking. So if you don't mind, let me know what you think. Stock market up or down, and if you feel like it, uh, let me know where you think the Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ will be. So thought that would be fun. Uh, looks like Mohammed El-Elarian uh, is out on the media today kind of saying, hey, Fed, be careful. Uh, he is out being pretty, uh, I don't know, he's basically saying the Fed is wrong. He is saying he is seeing the signs of inflation uh, all over the place, and he does not believe uh, that the uh, increase is transitory, which is obviously the hope of Jerome Powell. Frankly, the hope of the entire Fed team, I'm sure. Uh, which is interesting because he is painting a picture where the Fed is not going to change their behavior for the next six to nine months. at which point uh, he is painting a picture of the Fed slamming on the brakes, right? if If Fed, if the inflation rate really does take off and uh, the Fed is behind, uh, it has been proven they can slow that down by jacking up rates suddenly and quickly Uh, if you want to get a little taste of this go back and look at what happened in your real estate market i think it was late 2018 Uh, there was an interest rate rise and real estate really slowed down in fact some of my early interviews on this channel uh, that were in early 19 2019 investors were talking about how high-end flipping stopped right i remember an interview we had with somebody in texas who was doing flips at the time, I think they were five or 600 grand, which now may seem cheap, but back then they were above median. And they talked about how the market just stopped. So again, a sudden unexpected rise in rates could slow down the real estate sector. So it's something to understand and watch. The other thing that is interesting about inflation as well as deflation is it can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. What I mean by that is if companies and or consumers Believe that inflation or deflation is taking hold, they will change their behavior in mass and thus can really cause either inflation or deflation to take hold because they change their, com- their consumer behavior. Uh, and what I found is there was a C- an article from CFOs, chief financial officers of public companies, specifically in the discretionary space. They are really highlighting that they've had to be managing input costs think cost of goods sold. And they're like, we've got to raise prices soon. Uh, some have already done it. Others are expecting to do it. And again, if, if the chief financial officers of large public companies start raising prices to combat inf- input costs in the near term, that will be inflationary behavior. So it's something to watch. And again, the answer for the Fed, if they do get behind the curve, will be to jack up rates and to do it suddenly, uh, without warning, if you will. So something to watch. Uh, It looks like getting back to the office is going to be the hot topic in the financial industry starting in September. So it's only a couple of months away. Uh, We have several CEOs, Jamie Dimon, uh, Morgan Stanley CEOs, basically saying, hey, if you can go to a restaurant, get your butt in the office. Uh, They're they're talking Labor Day. UBS, uh, European uh, Bank, is saying, hey, uh, we have roughly 72,000 employees. We've done an audit of their job. We're going to allow two-thirds of them, or 66%, or about 44,000, to kind of work a hybrid model where they can work from home a couple of days a week and in the office the others. So it is very clear that the office will look different. That is something that will change after this. So it will be interesting to watch the office market uh, for the next several years. What, what is going on? Does the footprint change? Do people need less space, more space? Less people, but more space per person is going to be a very dynamic market. And again, very real estate oriented. Uh, read an article about entrepreneurs, small business owners uh, that had success in 2020 pivoting, right? They shut down storefronts, all of those things uh, Four um, different CEOs or owners, really. Yeah, let's call them owners of small businesses. Kind of gave their lessons learned from 2020. I thought they were interesting because they play <clears throat> excuse me, to the real estate market. They play to what this channel is all about. So I thought I would share them with you. Number one, take care of your people and your community, right? That makes great sense for a small business. It's very kind of individually focused on a city or market or even a subsector of the city. It's really what one rental at a time has been for me the last 14 or 15 months, right? Being, being someone you can count on daily doing a rate original content with multimillionaires every day or at least 6 days a week doing a live q and I'm doing all I can and frankly right now we're seeing the results right 50 deals in uh, 28 days uh, it is a uh, it is a it is really rewarding to see the you know you 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 try you invest you try but now we're seeing the output it's it's pretty fantastic actually uh, number 2 never stop learning Never stop learning. Uh, I think that is paramount something I have tried to do. Uh, I think the last 14, 15 months have, have really pushed that right because it's been sometimes you just you just you know you take a step backwards but keep moving forward. Uh, whether it's real estate or anything that you have interest in, never stop learning. got to keep growing, got to get comfortable being uncomfortable if you will. Number three was use data to unlock opportunities. This is very interesting, especially if you're taking my course, because you know step one is focus, and then step two is daily discipline. But what are you doing? You're gathering data daily about your buy box. And the more data you consume, the more data that you review, the better you will get an understanding average, and thus be able to take advantage of uh, good or great deals. And then finally, I thought this one was really good. This one hit home, was don't give up the dream if you're in real estate, you got in it likely for a reason. You know, some of you might got got in it just to, you know, be a good landlord and, you know, be, do that. But many of us got into real estate because we wanted to change our financial futures. And I've said it many times, real estate investing, wealth generation, legacy wealth, financial, you know, all that stuff takes time. The rewards are there, but they're not there as quickly as we all want them, right? The The dream of cash flow starts as a trickle, then a little stream, and then more and more. And it's with time and consistent execution that wealth, freedom, options come. So I really thought that was a good one. That one hit home, right? Don't give up the dream, don't do it, keep doing it, keep working. I only ask for 10 to 20 minutes a day in the course. If you need to feel good, I suggest being a part of the private Facebook group. And as some of our students have, they they put little notes, hey, I think one said, "Hey, I'm having a hard time. Can't find a deal. What do you all say?" And we all, we, you know, not all of us, but lots of us came in and said, "Hey, just keep going. It'll, it'll change. Uh, things of that nature." So, if you're in the group and you're just having a bad day, use the group to to lean on. It's it's fun to see all those positive people in there. Almost a thousand people now, so pretty cool. Uh, next up, looks like more and more hedge funds are suffering. Uh, thank, thankfully, I'm not really a big fan, uh, but hedge funds are. Further and further behind what is called the 2 and 20. If you don't know, the 2 and 20 meant they basically got paid 2% uh, to, to manage your money. Uh, and then they took 20% of the profit if there were profits there. Uh, that is uh, increasingly uh, turning out of favor as more and more uh, active managers suffer losses or withdrawals as investors, you and I, uh, are moving to cheaper passive funds. I think the peak of the active manager is behind us, and we will continually moving in a passive direction. And if you've looked at any really historical reports, active managers don't, generally speaking, outperform the market, especially over the long term. Yes, active managers can catch lightning in the bottle one or two years, uh, but as history has said, it is very difficult to do that time in and time out couple of things going on in the EV or electric vehicle space. This is going to be game-changing for the next decade, the electric vehicle market. Uh, But it looks like Honda, yes, Honda has decided to not partner with General Motors. Uh, If you don't know, they partnered with General Motors for the release or partnership on their first two models. Honda now has come to light saying, damn it, this electric market is going to be bigger and faster than we expected. We really should go in it ourselves, which makes total sense to me. Honda should be should have their own creation, just given their history in um, the the car or manufacturing space. So yes, they are going to be stopping that partnership after the release of the two models. And then finally, something I am very interested in as we go forward. I'm actually actively doing this right now in my market is ADUs, accessory dwelling units, mother-in-law units. Uh, it looks like that could be a area that helps with the um, Affordability crisis. It could help with providing rental units. I'm actively looking at one of the properties I own, and what we are looking at is um, uh, adding a house. Uh, we have a, a lot in uh, in one of our on well, one of our locations where the house is built back in the back of the lot. Uh, we've already spent fifteen hundred bucks creating a drawing, a footprint. It has just been approved by the city. Uh, now it looks like the next step is actually building the drawing, right? We are looking to build a three bedroom, two bath, 1250 square foot, which is the largest ADU allowed, uh, at least in my market of Fresno. And I think it's the largest in California. So yes, we're going to be building a three, two in Fresno. Uh, Hopefully it's still months away, but I do think the ADU market is interesting. And I found an article talking about it. Looks like somebody converted a garage uh, in San Diego. San Diego is a high priced, high rental market. Looks like this garage conversion cost about thir- 130 grand. So not cheap, especially for, I guess it would just be a little studio, but they're getting $2,000 in rent. So if you are following the 1% rule, which I do not recommend, it's a, it's a nice rule of thumb, but again, 130 grand, 2000 bucks, I'm interested in that. I will, of course, keep you informed of what my I am doing. Uh, but right now, we just got by step one. Uh, we, I spent 5, 4, 1425 bucks getting a drawing uh, from an uh, architect. Uh, they have taken that to the city and they've green-lighted the site map, I think they call it. And uh, we will see what is next. I will keep it up with you. Uh, so that will be fun. So again, have a wonderful day. We will be speaking with the one and only Greg Dickerson here in about 14 minutes, and uh, I want you to have a great day. All right, take care. Bye-bye.